When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nation. Let's go! Friday edition. Friday edition. Strong <laughs> week. Though. Very strong week. Uh, I think we hit, almost hit 10,000 views on every show. Love that. Five straight shows on YouTube and primetime shows. Will and I did a basketball pod on Wednesday. Damn. Today we did the draft pod also. Damn. It, this podcast feeds on fuego. It's popping. It is popping. As I said on bets yesterday, I've, I'd venture to guess fastest growing football podcast in America. Has to be. Got to be. Got to be up there. We are presented thanks by... Thanks to you guys. Yes, thanks to everyone. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. every day. You know we get. You guys know we love our Illegal Pete's here at DMBR. How's everyone doing today? Good to see you guys in the chat. Jamel's here. 406 goalie don juan what is up all the homies all the homies today we are going to be breaking down coach prime's coaching staff he finally uh, earlier in the week hired his last positions coach i guess not his last position we'll get to it at the end when yeah. we get to everything um let's just start off with it yeah let, let's jump right well first yeah i wanted to bring up a oh yeah a yeah, great yeah show tweet uh from our from bucky Yes, I want to say friend, but he's not a friend yet. Uh, Colorado's beautiful. It is. You know, it's funny. First of all, yes, it is. I love um, the way that old, like, lame stereotypes about Colorado and Boulder are being broken down um, by, like, obviously not just Coach Prime, but his whole family coming out here and the amount of, like, content that they they create. And they're just, like, showing people who have never really seen this part of the world such an inside look at our beautiful state and everything that it has to offer. And like, you've got Bucky the other day out there and I think he said it was 20 degrees 
And he was like, man, 20 degrees in Colorado is not as bad as 20 degrees in Dallas. Yep. And it's, it's a weird thing, but it is so true. Mm-hmm. There was one crazy cold day, totally uncharacteristic. I think it was like negative nine here one, at one day this winter. And everyone was losing their minds. And I went outside and I was like, this is significantly warmer than an, just a regular winter day in Chicago. For sure. Like the cold here is not real cold. Now, I've seen a lot of that just from people in the Discord, people on Twitter going, I'm from Atlanta or I'm from Mississippi or whatever. It's like 20 degrees there is hell. And then yep. here it's just kind of like... There's, a, there's no humidity in the air and it's right. rarely windy. That's the thing about Chicago or like Wyoming or mm-hmm. Nebraska. Like when it's cold there, the wind just rips right. and there's no pr- you can't protect yourself from that. Here, mm-hmm. no matter how cold it is, there's always a layer you can put on to keep yourself warm. Yep. We may have snow on the ground, but it is going quick. It's actually pretty nice out today, too. It is. I walked out like this to get lunch. Yeah. This is how I didn't wear anything heavier than this light jacket. Uh, Colorado, we love you. Hi, Lindsay. Hello. We're breaking down today's uh, coaching staff, as we said, almost finalized, pretty much finalized. Uh, we start with uh, Coach Prime. Oh, yeah. I've heard of this guy. Yeah. Um, pretty big deal. Um, he brought in 34 recruits to Jackson State in his two, well, technically three seasons that he coached there. So far, he's brought in 17 to CU. Wow. Wow. He must be good. Where, where is he coming from? Uh, Jackson State. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a great, great uh, first piece of the coaching staff, of course. Um, I, don't, I don't know how many of you guys were here when the news was announced, but... I damn near cried. Yeah. It was, uh, I don't know. Obviously, we all knew it was kind of happening. But when that moment happened, I'll never forget that moment where we're sitting here. No, we're just sitting here, sitting here. We, what, what were we watching? Um, what was it a Sunday we night? We were watching Sunday night No, football? it was a Saturday night. It was Saturday night. Because we watched uh, Jackson State play Southern. Right. And we're just like watching Utah or someone. Yeah. Some Pac-12 game. Just waiting, waiting, Oh, it was the Big Ten Championship game. There you go. That's what we were watching. And finally the news breaks and we're just like, let's fucking go. (laughs) Uh, What a magical moment. Moving on. Offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach, Sean Lewis from Kent State, was head coach there from 2018 to 2022. I've got a film room up on thednvr.com of Coach Sean Lewis. Today also I published one on Travis Hunter. Let's go. I haven't had a chance to read the Travis Hunter one. Super excited on you. I know you've been working hard on it. Uh, Diehard content. Diehard content. There you go. Um, Coach Lewis, former Wisconsin Badger tight end. He's only going to be 37 when this season kicks off. His best coaching years are ahead of him. In my opinion, there's four people that were added to the program this year that are going to change everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Coach Prime, Shador Sanders, Travis Hunter, and Sean Lewis. Yep. That is the group that to me is the leaders of this, the, the, the pilots, whatever you want to call. That group of four, if you take away everything else, I would still say like this is an insane, incredible offseason for the Buffs. Well, can I add another one? Yes. Group of five, maybe. Charles Kelly. There you go. Defensive yes. coordinator, spent the last four seasons at Alabama's associate DC and safeties coach. Before that, he was at Florida State from 2013 to 2017 with Tim Brewster, yep. who we will get to. Um, he was the Seminoles linebackers coach, special teams coordinator when they won the Natty in 2013. 
2013, 2014, one of those years. Uh, promoted to D.C. following the 2013 season, filled that through 2017, went to Tennessee for a year after that, and then has been with his buddy, Coach Saban, since. Yeah, uh, he's going to be huge. And maybe it's just that he hasn't really been here yet, that I haven't had a chance to get hype about him yet. Right. Uh, and additionally, we don't exactly know what he really is as a defensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. uh, what we do know about him is that he is an ace recruiter. So yep. I think there's a chance that eventually he works his way into the top five right. you know, that I just mentioned. But really excited about, number one, his recruiting chops. He is the number one... Number one recruiter in the nation this year, meaning if you know, if you just essentially took the players that he recruited, you'd have an amazing recruiting class. Yes. Uh, Will Anderson, among many other five stars and four stars that he brought to Alabama. Uh, I see you, Coach. Uh, who is that? Coach Alexander. We'll get to Nick Williams. But we're going to talk about running backs coach and assistant head coach Gary Flea Harrell. He was Jackson State's running backs coach uh, before the 2020 season and was the interim head coach for JSU when Coach Prime was away, for the, away from the team during the 2021 season due to his foot surgery. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, a Jackson State edition. Mm -hmm. um, One of many. Right. And a guy who is very clearly trusted by Coach Prime, which is very important, obviously. Mm -hmm. You know, people like uh, Coach Prime with – with such, um, what's the word I'm looking for? So like stardom or such a high profile is what I was really trying to say. Mm -hmm. Usually keep a pretty tight circle. Right. And the people that have come over with him are people inside that tight circle. Obviously, you know, it's his family and his friends and these guys. Um, so it takes a lot, I think, to earn his trust. And I think he also learned um, from the prime prep situation right. that he need you know he he needs to be careful of who he trusts so i think you know he knows that better than anyone and the guys that he brought over are the very top uh, of the trust circle and this is a trend that we're going to see with a lot of these guys uh former player played at howard college from 90 to 93 made the nfl uh played for the new york giants then he went to the World League of American Football in wow. Europe, played for the Frankfurt Galaxy. There you go. And uh, also in the CFL for the Montreal Alouettes. I want to say um, former Buff and former DNVR podcast host Matt McChesney also played for the Frankfurt Galaxy. Ah, a little Frankfurt connection there, yes. huh? All right, next guy, wide receivers coach, who was JSU's offensive coordinator, uh, Brent Bartoloni, I think is how you say it. I think it. Bartolone. I, th I heard someone say Bartolone. Okay, all right. So, I'll take your word for it. Um, played wide receiver for Mike Leach's Washington State Cougars from 2012 to 2015. And just going back and watching Jackson State, it is very, very influenced by the air raid. Mm -hmm. um, and they're going to have some of those aspects for sure in Colorado, but maybe not as much at JSU or as they were at JSU. Earned his stripes as a coach starting in 2016 at Division Three. Whittier College in L.A. Mm -hmm. Coached his way through D3 until he was hired as an offensive analyst and assistant QB's coach for Nevada in 2020. Um, yeah, and became J uh, JSU's offensive coordinator in the spring of 2022. Coach Prime called the late, great Mike Leach, who recommended him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you, you get a glimpse of kind of his personality and who he is in the, in the Prime doc, which, again, reminder, we are going to – Watch the final two mm -hmm. episodes over the weekend. Talk about them on Monday. 
Um, excited to do that. Excited to finish this off. But he's got a he's got a fun personality about him. Yeah. Uh, and again, he was Shador's quarterbacks coach, correct? Uh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, another guy, kind of that, that is trusted by the group. For sure. Um, one of many JSU guys that are coming over. But coming from Kent State also, offensive line coach Bill O'Boyle mm. um, was the head coach at Division II Shadron State from 05 to 2011. Had a record of 57 and 21 in that time. There you go. Yep. Um, uh, a lot of people, I don't know if there's a good pipeline from Colorado to Shadron State, um, but a lot of people have reached out to me in my DMs or tweeting at me saying, I played for Coach O'Boyle. Uh, and he tough. was amazing. I loved him. Yeah. So he has a great reputation. Uh, he also had stops at Colorado Mesa as OC, Southern Illinois as the offensive line coach and co-OC, and South Dakota as the O-line coach before linking up with Sean Lewis at Kent State in 2018. He's been getting some dogs on that offensive line. And from what I saw from Adam Munster-Tiger that published on Buff Stampede today, some more big boys coming this weekend. Ooh, good tease. Um, we'll, we'll have to look into that. Um, he's got to be up there, too, in my favorite hires here. Mm -hmm. This dude has that offensive line at, at Kent State playing ball. Mm -hmm. Like, just dogs just out there just mowing down defenders. Uh, when they get out and pull, and they're running like super counters and yeah. all sorts of stuff, oh, with yeah. just like a, a fleet of monsters coming at you. Uh, and I was so impressed when I watched tape on Kent State's offense. At of course the play calling and the design and the creativity that it involves. Number two was wow, these linemen are coached well. And Savion Washington's coming with him. Yep, uh, that's going to be fun. I was talking to. Uh, our guy, Jason in sales, I, I can't remember where he coaches, actually. Um, Colorado Prep? Colorado Academy? Something like something that. Something like that. He's an offensive coordinator. Um, Colorado. Okay. It is Colorado? Okay. Colorado Prep. Like um, anyways, he and I went off for like 45 minutes just talking ball, and I walked him through the Sean Lewis film room, and he was blown away. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, I love that we have someone in the offense who, or someone in the office who coaches offense. Yeah. Because I am just going to be like, I've always wanted to coach a team. Like, obviously, mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't coach high school like he does yet. Um, <laughs> but I always have these ideas for plays, and I just want to like go into his office and be like, okay, what do you think of this? Like, <laughs> do you, could you try this for me? That's what we talked about <laughs> too. He had a play on his whiteboard, and yeah. I was like, so what's going? Tell me, walk me through this here. He says that um, you know one of his early influencers told him you got to come up with a new play every day. Um, Love that. And he's done it for a thousand straight days. That's amazing. Yes, that's a hell of a playbook. Yeah. Uh, moving on, another JSU guy. We talked about him a bit yesterday. Linebackers coach Andre Hart coached alongside Coach Prime for over a decade and has been Jackson State's linebackers coach the last three seasons. Has 13 years of coaching experience and played at Ranger Junior College and Kansas State. I, this, I don't want to diminish his coaching abilities at all. But what I do want to say is that every staff needs a vibes guy. Mm-hmm. And I get the feeling from watching videos that he he is just pure vibes. 
Like he's hilarious. Yeah. Um, I love the way that he talks. That's why I, I said I really want him to come on this show because he has like this really good cadence about him. Um, he, you know, clearly makes Coach Prime and all of those guys right. laugh. Um, so on top of being a great coach, he also brings that energy, enthusiasm, sense of humor, lighten things up, keep everyone having a good time. I bet you his players absolutely adore him. He's been awesome in the Coach Prime documentary, too. Yes. I love his little uh, talking head segments on there. When he said, you know, sometimes I hate him, but I'm going to be a coach. Or, you know, sometimes I, I get mad at him, right. but I'm going to be a head coach because of him. That fired me up. Yeah, me too. Um, as someone already mentioned, I think it was Coach Alexander in the comments. Nick Williams, defensive ends coach, as we learned, because they just hired a new DT coach that we will get to after this. But Nick Williams was a critical factor in 22 for Texas A&M. They signed the best recruiting class in the country. Uh, before he was under Jimbo Fisher at A&M, Williams was a graduate assistant at Georgia, and he has earned credit for recruiting Smoke Bowie, among many other guys from last year's class, to College Station. Yeah, again, talking about roles, recruiting ace. Mm -hmm. That is his role. Again, that doesn't mean he can't coach. It just means everyone is here for a reason, and his reason is he knows how to recruit. The recruiting staff that they have put together is just remarkable. It's a force to be reckoned with. It is. Will be. And um, it, and it, it, it says a lot about Coach Prime to me because, again, there's this idea out there that I think people think he is full of himself and, like, cocky and overconfident and he has those things about him but i think that if you would have asked someone a month ago okay coach prime's coming to colorado what does his coaching staff look like mm -hmm. some a hater would have said something well he's just going to bring the staff from jackson state because he doesn't you know right. he doesn't think he needs any to, well no he looked out there and he said look i can recruit with the maybe better than anyone let me bring more people in who can recruit yep. better than anyone and we'll create a powerhouse. I think a lot of people would have assumed he's just going to say, I can do it on my own. No, mm -hmm. no, no. He brought in Sean Lewis, you know, to be, to coach his offense. He brought in Charles Kelly to help him recruit and Nick Williams to help him recruit. Like he knew ex he, he, to me, had a plan. Mm -hmm. And he said, when if, if I do decide to take one of these power five jobs, I'm hitting the ground running and I've got a list of guys who are going to come help me build a powerhouse. Part of that plan included Patrick Hill, who is going to be the defensive tackles coach. We just found that out this week. He spent last year as a defensive analyst for LSU. Mm -hmm. So another SEC assistant coming in. Um, credited with the development of many players along LSU's defensive line. When I can't remember what day it was. Wednesday when this was announced or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I saw a ton of LSU like defensive linemen like mm. giving props to him, just like saying how much they love him and stuff. Always love a great that. sign. Yeah. And, you know, if there's one thing that I think the SEC does better than any other conference, and there's more than one thing, um, but it is recruit the defensive line. Yep. And there are just beasts, dogs on every SEC defensive line, especially of the teams that are good. Mm -hmm. Just NFL players, you know, like Colorado had Jalen Sami and Terrence Lang, and like those are good players. Right. And then you just look at like, Georgia, of course, Alabama, you know, Texas A&M. And it's just like, it's boys against men. Yeah. You know, like those, those guys are freaks. So I love that you have a two-headed monster mm -hmm. uh, on the defensive line, both coming from the SEC. 
just ready to to bring in beasts. I think that's the plan, man. Uh, we'll see how it unfolds probably pretty soon. Um, we'll talk about the transfers in a second. Quarterbacks coach Kevin Mathis from JSU was the DB's coach at Jackson State under Coach Prime the last three seasons. Another guy who goes way back with Coach Prime started coaching with him in 2012 at the Prime Prep Academy. He is a 10-year NFL vet, played with the Cowboys, Saints, and Falcons from 1997 to 2006, and was a Division II All-American from 94 to 96 at Texas A&M Commerce. Hell yeah. He's a beast. Yep. Uh, His son's coming too. Trust Circle. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Trust Circle runs deep. Uh, Kevin Mathis is also the guy that kind of tipped off the Dion hire in general. Yes, thank you for that, Kevin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he started following CU accounts, and that got Jordan us really Tyson, excited. Yeah. Um, other, well, I guess three guys are coaching the secondary because you got to factor in Charles Kelly also. But Vincent Dancy is going to be the safeties coach. He is from, or the, he was the head coach at Mississippi Valley State from 2018 to 2022. Uh, joined MVSU in 2015 as their DC, uh, but after the head coach at the time was told his contract would not be renewed after 2017, he became the interim head coach, and the interim tag was removed in January that next year. Yeah, uh, a huge feather in the cap of Coach Prime that he got not one but two people mm-hmm. to leave head coaching positions to come be his assistants. It, that just blows my mind. I mean, one alone would blow my mind. Mm-hmm. To get two guys to leave head coaching positions to come be on your staff tells me both of those guys, and that's Sean Lewis and – sorry, rem- remind Who? me. The one we're – the last name of the guy we're talking about. Right oh, um, Vincent Dancy, Dancy from NBSU. I wanted to say Yancy, sorry. but it's Dancy. <laughs> um, Sean Lewis and Dancy said, we are going to be so successful at Colorado that we will get an opportunity for bigger, exactly. better jobs. Yep. That just blows my mind. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind. And that should tell you a lot because these guys are putting, you know, this isn't just you or I saying, oh, the Buffs are going to eight games next year. Right. These are guys putting their livelihoods on it. They're betting on yep. it. Saying, no, Colorado is going to be so successful that we are going to get elevated, not terminated, like uh, Coach Prime likes to say. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, when we look back on this team five, 10 years from now. And how many head coaches are maybe coaching around college football and potentially the NFL? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's easy to see how Charles Kelly would get a job if they're successful here. Obviously, Sean Lewis might be one and done. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that scares me because he obviously had a ton of success as an offensive coordinator, was very successful at Kent State. If you take away you know, the first year where it's a full rebuild, um, and then last year, not that you necessarily take it away, but, yeah. you know, brand new quarterback. If you look at those Dustin Crum years, a Pac-12 school even, mm-hmm. if they have a job opening next year and, and the Buffs offense goes crazy, has to be looking at Sean Lewis. Um, let me grab you these stats from his time at K-State. Um, so in Dustin Crum's final year with Sean Lewis in 2021, Kent State ranked fifth in the country in yards per game at almost 500. They were at 494. They were 10th in the country in plays per game. They ran 75 plays on average per game. Wow. And 30th in points per game, averaging 33 points per game. He is going to be very fun to watch and just see how this offense looks. 
Do we want to do uh, directors of personnel, recruiting, development, all oh, that that's stuff? that's okay. Um, okay, last coach then would be strength and conditioning coach uh, Maurice Mo Sims. He was also at JSU. Uh, earned that position in the summer of 22. Before that, though, he coached the same position for the national champion Georgia Bulldogs. Was also a strength coach at North Carolina, Army, and North Carolina A&T. I mean, a hell of a background. Mm -hmm. uh, and... It's hard to tell. You really just never know with these strength coaches. But if you've done it in the SEC, you usually know. Right. <laughs> um, that rounds out the coaches. Darian Hagan has been retained, but his role is unclear. Doesn't sound like he's going to be... Uh, I would say he's more involved on the recruiting side than the coaching side is what it seems. Okay. Um, and then other coaches potentially rumored to join include Mike Zimmer and Willie Taggart. There it is. Yeah, the Willie Taggart one is, is interesting. It is interesting for a variety of reasons. Um, if you read uh, Adam's article today, there's an interesting name in there. All right. Very close to Willie Sounds Taggart. Sounds like I need to get over to Buff Stampede. I haven't been, yes. I haven't been on the site yeah, in a man. minute. Uh, we've talked about it before, but just a great resource. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not, we're not uh, what's the word, like too self centered to admit mm -hmm. that adam does an incredible job covering the buffs i got to talk to my guy yesterday too at the game oh First time nice. in a minute nice so we had some good conversations hopefully Look. he's got some rest yes i think uh we both uh got some rest over the holiday um i learned some things last night oh mm -hmm. i can't wait to talk to you <laughs> after the show. um before we transition you guys know we love our breck brews here at dmbr they have a brew for every occasion um did we talk speaking of brews yeah. Did we talk about Tim Brewster? Did we miss our guy? I think I, think I we, might have gone over him. Let's talk about him real quick then. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, former head coach of the Minnesota Gophers from 07 to 2010. Um, after he was fired from that job, he crossed paths with Charles Kelly at Florida State when he was hired as tight ends coach there. When Jimbo left FSU for Texas A&M in 2018, Brewster followed Fisher. Uh, he worked there for a few seasons. He worked at Florida from 2020 to 2021 as assistant head coach, assistant head coach and tight ends coach, before joining up with Coach Prime last year. Another recruiting dog, uh, too. Just a, a beast on the recruiting trail, full of energy, full of um, exuberance, mm -hmm. and already just showing the love to Boulder and everything about CU. Yep. One of those coaches that I just know everyone's going to fall in love with if they haven't already. Um, He's going to bring in some dogs. Great hype man on Twitter, too. Yes, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. you know, I look back at Jim Levitt, who was the defensive coordinator here for the Buffs during what we call the rise, which was our best season in the mm -hmm. last 20 years. We made it to the Pac-12 championship game in 2016. And he was the DC at the time. And like, he just had all of those energetic tweets. I love Boulder. It's yeah. the greatest place. And <laughs> just everyone fell in love with him. He's a lot of fun. There's um, actually an old video on this YouTube channel. Um, you can probably find it under like the popular channel or whatever right, yeah. of me interviewing him in the Boulder Creek. We were both sitting Lovely. in the water yes, because he, he, told me about this. he used to go in the water every single, after every single practice, he essentially used it as like an ice bath. Huh? Uh, and so it, during fall camp. So I, I jumped in there with him and we had a chat. Hopefully we have another chat like that. We talked about Travis going yep, fishing with going him. Going fishing with Travis. Um, we'll try and I'm think speaking of that into things. existence. It's going to happen. Uh, back to Breckenridge Brewery, though. Keep an eye out for the 13th of January. We're going to be having a Breck Brew slash Nuggets watch party here at the bar. Drink specials, first dibs on Breck slash DMBR shirt collabs. 
Uh, there's going to be giveaways. It's going to be retro-themed, and a Nuggets game is at 8 p.m. Uh, check out their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a Breck Brew near you. Also, shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook. Football season is sadly starting to come to an end. We only have one college football game left. But DraftKings Sportsbook. What's the line? Uh, it moved. It was 12 and a half now. 12 and a half. Did it open at 14? I, th- I saw it at 13 and a half. Okay. It may have been 14. Sheesh. Who you got? I think I'm taking TCU. Love that. Love that. Today, Andre and Justin were both on Georgia when we did the draft pod. I think I'll take the points. Take the points. That's what I'm thinking also. Uh, you can head on over to DraftKings Sportsbook right now where new customers can place a $5 pregame money line bet on a college football team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. You can also check out their stepped-up same-game parlays where you can boost your winnings up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DMVR. New customers place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on a college football team to win and get $150 if your team does. That's code DMVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. RJ Moore says we missed Coach Sims. I thought we got that one. Yeah, we talked about Mo Sims. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we got him. Uh, let's talk a little bit of news. Travis here says, you guys got to take Bucky snowmobiling. He's dying to try it out on the field. Oh, yeah. Did okay. you watch that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, remember how I said our grounds crew at Colorado is amazing? Yes. The best in the country. <laughs> Even they would not be able to fix the damage that would be <laughs> done to the field yeah. uh, if you put a snowmobile on it. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the belt uh, that makes a snowmobile go but it's got these big ridges on it yep. that just tear up anything it goes over so you're gonna have to uh we're gonna have to go up to the mountains if you want to go snowmobiling for sure uh yeah that was a funny conversation though. it was hilarious but i was like just i just had the picture in my head of like the field just getting right flipped into the air by the <laughs> snowmobile belt um let's talk some news do you want to do the kicker drama let's do it yeah um all right so everyone loves drama and like the only drama we've had uh since (laughs) since uh, coach prime got here is kicker drama so here we go well that situation has been solved uh cole becker entered the transfer portal i believe on monday committed to utah uh yesterday i believe and then today the buffs are bringing in jace feely does that name sound familiar to you? Yeah, it sounds like one little sound off of a very famous kicker. A very, very famous kicker. The son of Jay Feely. Jace was at Arizona State last year. I don't think he played. Oh, he played, and he did not miss a single kick. Oh, okay. He was one for one on extra points. Oh, all right. Never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I don't know. Someone's going to have to earn a scholarship between him and Mata. Yep. I think uh, they'll just have to duke it out throughout the spring and summer, I guess. Yes, and our guy Henry has just been beside himself (laughs) over the fact that the Buffs allowed Cole Becker to enter the transfer portal. Uh, I kind of said it on Monday or whatever day it was that all of this came out. Um, Like, if he was scared off by Alejandro Mata coming in because he played at JSU and Cole didn't want to compete for the job against him. Like, it's kind of yep. soft, to be yep. honest. Um, at the same time, don't love that he went to Utah. Right. Uh, you know, like, Utah is obviously the school to beat in the Pac-12 uh, and have been for a couple of years now. Um, 
they've also always had great special teams, mm -hmm. uh, especially over the last few years. So, you know, obviously they saw value in him. But at the same time, you have a competition between Jace and Mata. And, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I tried to look up some information on Jace Feely. I told you I told you guys this the other night because um, people were like, well, Cole Becker, Cole Becker was a five-star kicker. That's what that's what uh, Henry was saying. And it's like, so was Alejandro Mata. Yeah. Looked up Jace Feely. So was he. Uh, so, like it's uh, there's only like a few services that even rate these guys and pretty much anyone who's worth a damn gets a five star. Right. Um, I'm thankful that this situation has been solved for now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sure the first time a kicker misses a kick, I'll touch wood. Hopefully they don't. Yeah. Everyone will have a damn cow about it. Oh, yeah. Can't wait for that. But Mata only <laughs> missed one all of last season and it was blocked. Two. Missed an extra point, too. That was also uh, blocked. Whatever. <laughs> um, Automata. In terms of transfers in, I already said it before the show, 17. That is second in the nation right now behind Arizona State for just n pure numbers. Yep. Coach Prime is rebuilding his team through the transfer portal. And, I mean, TCU is in the national championship, and they used the transfer portal pretty damn well, I'd say. They did. Uh, they got a buff in that who almost and probably should have had a pick six yep. in the semifinal. Uh, it's right through his hands, but... Um, yeah, the transfer portal, I would say, is more important than re the recruiting classes. Yep. And I think that people are still wired mm -hmm. to look at, oh, the recruiting classes. That's the, you know, whoever has the number one recruiting class, that's the real um, gem. I disagree. Depending on where you are, right? If you're Alabama, maybe you don't need as many transfers in because you've just been bringing in five stars and developing them for, right. what, a decade now? Yeah. Or more? Plus. Um, Whereas when you're Colorado and you're looking to go from being bad to being good, or even if you're a team that was good that's trying to be great, mm -hmm. the transfer portal is more important. Um, and the Buffs are very soon, I'll just put my name on this now, very soon the Buffs are going to have the number one transfer class in the country. Yeah, for sure. Um, just like at Texas A&M. Last year they had the number one recruiting class in the country. What does that mean now when all these players are gone? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And not to mention, you know, did they all like some of them didn't play? The season was a bit of a failure. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just it's not as easy to for these guys to have instant impact as freshmen as it is for their, you know, um, Jimmy Horn to come in and make plays right. for you right away. Um, yeah. Moving on, uh, what's his name? Tyrone Broden, the bowling yes. state guy or bowling green guy? Broden for sure. Broden for sure. He was offered earlier this week by CU. Um, if you read that article from Adam, you might find his name. All right. I love that. Um, Broden, man. Like I said. 6'7". Six, 6'7". Seven. Six, seven. Just bring something completely and utterly different than anyone else on the team can. And I believe a wide receiver spot is open now with Kevin Coleman going to Louisville. So we'll, uh, we'll see. But I, I would love... To have a unique player like that. I mean, imagine just giving Shador a target in the red zone where he can just mm -hmm. throw high back shoulder fades like at the yep. pylon, front pylon. And it's just like, how do you defend that? Right. I, don't, I just don't think you can. Not to mention, a lot of the corners in the Pac-12 are like 5'9". Yeah. Like Makai Black, uh, yeah, Makai Blackman and... Uh, well, Kalen Moore. Kalen Moore, Cal. yes, who's now at Cal. Like a lot of these kids are tiny. You have to match up against a guy who's 6'7 yeah. and try to catch a perfectly placed ball from Shador or try to defend a perfectly placed ball from Shador away from their body, like, no good shock. Luck. Good luck. 
Um, not even good luck. You you cannot do it. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fun. Hopefully he comes. Um, you want to get hype? Let's get hype. All right. I really thought you were going to say, you want to get high? I'm like, wait, wait, wait. What's going on here for a minute? <laughs> oh, that comment from Elove. Tyrone we, was on live with Shador last night. Wow. We love that. How did we miss that? How did someone not screen record that? I don't know. Come on. Where's our Twitter sleuths at? Uh, yeah. Where are you guys at? We need you. <laughs> Uh, let's get hyped. Though. I was stuck at the AT&T phone store all night. Oh, shit. Were you really? It was a nightmare. <laughs> oh, no. But I, I have a new phone. So There you go. I yeah. also got involved briefly in that nightmare. Oh, well, that God. one was our fault. Allie and I, our apartment complex, you need your phone for everything. Right. Elevator, phone. Your front door, phone. Well, we both got our new phones at the same time, oh, but so it takes like <laughs> hours for all the data to transfer <laughs> over. So we're just sitting there like, we can't get into our house. Uh, so then we came to the bar, and then you didn't even know this, Yaya. As Allie's stuff was transferring over, her phone died. Oh, like, shit. It was plugged in and everything, and then it just turned off. And so we had to go back to the AT&T store to get them to reinitiate the transfer. <laughs> it was... Oh, it was bad. It was it, that bad. sounds brutal, man. I also had a headache the whole time. It was just maybe nightmarish. This, maybe this will cheer you up then. 2024 five-star athlete Mike Matthews has been offered by Coach Prime and CU. According to 247 Sports, he is the best athlete in the 24 class and the seventh overall player. What's, uh, what's his stats? Um, I'm hoping he Hold has up. these on his Twitter page. He does. 6'3", 180. Wow. It also says uh, he's a shooting guard small forward. I bet if he's the number one athlete in the country and he's six three, yeah, could probably hoop. Um, man, it is just so wild to see us in in these conversations on these graphics. Yeah, you know, in the tweets from the national recruiting analysts, like watch out for Colorado on yeah. this one. It's just like what? Um, it's it's amazing. By the way, you had mentioned to me someone was making a decision. Is that today? Um, remember you told me that. Some five-star, is it this weekend, oh, maybe? Oh, it's this weekend, okay. yes. It's, I think it's TJ Capers, the yes. linebacker. Um, let me double-check on that. We'll be dialed into that. We will be dialed in. He's playing in one of the uh, All-Star games this weekend, I believe. Okay. So was oh, he announcing at the game? I think that's what's going on. If you Classic. Give me another few seconds here. I'll find it. By the way, James, I think uh, in the comments, has asked for the names of the transfer portal visitors uh, a dozen times. We're not going to have the full list. Yeah. Um, so, sorry. It's also part of the one of the questions I highlighted. So right. We can say that again later. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's at the All-American Bowl this weekend. Says he's announcing it Saturday during the game. There we go. So we got to watch the game now. All right. Sounds good. Uh, so we got that to keep an eye out for. Buff we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out later. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Lewis is declared for the NFL draft. Oh, good for him. He was in the portal. and uh, The portal to the league. Yes, the portal to the league. Uh, I believe that's it. So oh, we got to go talk ahead. about the special teams thing. Yes. So on the, uh, the tale of Jace Feely committing to CU, we haven't seen a formal announcement for a special teams hire. But in his tweet, he says, after some great talks with STC Trevor Riley and Coach Prime... <laughs> I've been offered and committed to see you. So this is interesting, Jake, because I was under the impression that the Buffs were not going to hire a special teams coordinator. 
uh, and they were planning to do essentially special teams by committee. Uh, and I'm actually in favor of that approach. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean you can't have anyone on the staff involved in the special teams. And I, I'm guessing that is what um, Trevor Riley will uh, will be his position officially is probably like kicking and punting coach. Right. Um, and you need someone like that. But what happens is you hire a special teams coordinator. And now this guy is in charge of kicking, punting, punt coverage, punt return, kick return, kickoff. It's too many things. Yeah. So what, what, what most staffs do is say, okay, tight ends coach, you're in charge of kickoff uh, coverage. You know, DBs coach, you're in charge of kick return or punt return. Whatever, whoever, you know, has experience in these different areas. Bill O'Boyle, you're in charge of uh, setting up the punt protection unit. Mm-hmm. And I prefer that because I just think it's too much for one person to be trying to coach essentially the whole team right? Uh, to do a dozen different things. Uh, great analysis. And then Charles Kelly, his time at Florida State, he was a special teams coordinator. So you have guys that can coach special teams yes. up on the team. Exactly. Um, so that's my guess. But okay. maybe I could be wrong. They're just, they decided, hey, you know, somehow it's raining money these days. <laughs> yeah. We'll hire a special teams coordinator <laughs> too. Uh, before we get to your questions, shout out to Green Mountain Dental, who's been a supporter of DMVR since the very beginning. And we've had countless fans and our own staff convert to Green Mountain Dental. Um, they're located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver and Lakewood. Dr. Ben and, ben and his team have you covered from general dentistry, like regular cleanings, orthodontic, orthodontics. This read always just trips me up, man. <laughs> Tell the team that DMVR Sports sent you and get a $300 discount for a full orthodontics treatment for new patients. And or if you mention DMVR Sports, you get a free set of bleach trays, a $350 value with a new patient cleaning exam and x-rays. To make an appointment or find more information out, check out their website at greenmountaindentalgroup.com today. All right. All right. What do we got Let's today? Get to the questions. Hit that thumbs up while you're at it, guys. From PD Swag, did you guys see Bucky's video from earlier with the boulder lady crying and hugging Coach Prime? I thought it was incredibly, incredibly powerful. Yes. Um, while it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. Uh, I think she spoke for many people. Yep. Uh, I was about to say all of us, but it's not true because she said she was kind of done or whatever, and now she's back yeah. in. That doesn't apply to me or you know a lot of other people. But there are tons, you know, thousands probably, of people who used to live and die with the program. And eventually just died with the program because it was down so bad. Uh, And the fact that, you know, they were able to make this hire and the excitement has returned. And you got the two guys outside of us. I noticed they were on 29th Street Mall. Yeah. And there's the two older guys wearing all their buffs gear. Like, you know, it's middle of January. I just love seeing the two guys decked out in buffs gear. Like it's become cool again to wear the black and gold Monday through Friday, no matter the day of the week or the, you know, the month of the year. Um, and those guys were fired up and excited. Uh, the, I love the, you know, you've got this, I don't know, 70 to 80 year old man, like putting the pressure on coach yeah. Prime already. He's like, I got my season tickets. You better win those games. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow, you're already putting the pressure on. But yeah, the woman, uh, in tears, I think spoke for a lot of people in the sense of you have reignited my passion for the program. Yeah. Maybe a little bit, uh, over the top, but, um, yeah, just from what I saw last year, a lot of beaten down fans, a lot of really sad fans, uh, hopeless fans. And 
that's all just been flipped on its head. KB, if Shiloh transfers, not if, when Shiloh transfer, transfers, is he a lock to start? No. Yeah, probably not. I don't think so. Uh, I think he'll play. For sure. For sure play. Uh, and he's also, you know, very talented. He's fast. Um, he has characteristics of a good of a good player, and I think he made some big plays for JSU. But I don't think he's a lock to start. And I think Coach Prime would, would say the same. Well, Cameron Silman Craig's coming in. Yep. They got Trevor Woods. Um, Trevor Woods is a dog. Mm-hmm. Like for real. Yeah, for real. Uh, it's gonna be. They're gonna be coached up too with Coach Kelly. They it's got a transfer safety, dancing. I believe. Uh, or maybe they were just. On got, three, had him at 100% on a guy or something. Well, Cameron Silman Craig transferred in from JSU, obviously. Right, right, right. Um, but obviously, through. those two both played at JSU. Right. Anyways, I think he ha- he'll play for sure. I don't know. I, I don't think he's locked to start. Yeah, just looking through the transfers right now, I don't see one. Maybe there's some more in the recruiting class. Sean asks, I like that Avi, by the way. Do you think Coach Prime didn't heavily recruit the CB position yet because a patiently getting Cormani. Um hmm. maybe. I hadn't thought of that because you know yesterday I was saying like I feel like it's just a matter of time on Smoke Bowie but it's now reached an amount of time that I'm like yeah. man is he coming or maybe it's maybe I maybe I was wrong on this. That is an interesting wrinkle. Mm-hmm. Remember Smoke or sorry, Cormani McLean said what is his number one thing that he listed and what's going to make his decision? Playing early. Mhm. So does Coach Prime maybe not go after landing a transfer corner because we already know that Travis Hunter is going to be on one side most right. likely uh, unless you know he were to make a full-time switch to offense, which I don't think is going to happen. Um, maybe he says, okay, well, let's wait on corners so we can tell Cormani there's a wide-open spot on the other side of the right. field from Travis. Come get it. Um, I think there's another Cormani question that you starred, yeah, yeah. I can't see it. But uh, Daryl Washington. Will McLean be a Colorado buff? Oh. So I talked about this yesterday when um, – I forgot his first name again. But the guy coming from Michigan, Upshaw. Yes. Visiting right. 13th through the 15th. Kamani McLean said he's committing on the 15th. He can't sign. Yeah. You're not going to recommit to the school you're already committed to on the 15th. Would be odd. We'll see. We will see. That would be great if he, we – if we get the word that he's on campus on the 13th, it's game over. It's hype. Maximum hype. <laughs> uh, next question, yeah, yeah. Nicholas asks, is Mike Zimmer an advisor? Um, He'll be involved. We expect him to be involved. Stay tuned. Yeah. Next question. Did you guys see Jimmy Horn recruiting his former teammates? I love that. It was a... Uh, Batty, one of them, yes, the running back? that's exactly who he was going after. And my goodness, can that kid go? Yeah. The speed on him. <laughs> my God. And didn't we say he's like 200 pounds? Yeah, he's like not small. I don't think. I, I could have sworn yesterday you said he Let was like 5'11", 205 or something. Um, that's his recruiting page. Give me a second. I'll All find right. it. Um, but my God, I was blown away watching a little bit of, uh, of his tape on just the explosion that he brings. So mm-hmm. you bring in Dylan Edwards and then you, or if you get another transfer, you know, you get a couple, two speed guys from South Florida. 
My goodness, that's going to be a hell of a hell of a room. I think he's a smaller dude. He's listed at 5'8", 165. Okay, that's, all right. Okay, so I was thinking of a different guy. Well, that's the same listing as has his recruiting page, though, and I, he has to have grown since then. Yeah, we were t- maybe it was just a different guy we were talking about yesterday who was more yeah. of a power back. Um, the South Carolina back that we were talking about committed to USC. Mm. The rich Went from one richer. USC to, one, to another. Yep. All right, fair enough. Uh, from 406 goalie, can see you try and steal Jordan Birch from Oregon. Um, so many names to keep track of. He just entered the portal two yesterday. So what, I don't, what is it on three having a hundred at Oregon or something? Maybe um, yeah. two four seven doesn't say anything. So I'd say he's kind of in the running for anyone at this point. Still, yeah. what else we got? Jason, gents, any comments on the last Prime episode on Amazon? Yes. Uh, we haven't Monday. watched it yet. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it on Monday. We wanted to give everyone an opportunity to, to watch it before we spoil anything. Yep, for sure. Uh, I haven't watched it either. So. Me either. Oh, um, we're at 148. Thumbs up. Keep you know, on hitting you it. You know the drill. Yep. 200 before 200 finish. Let's go. Let's get it. Any reasons why Kevin Coleman chose Louisville? Louisville. Oversee you. Close. <laughs> I'll get it one day. Um, I talked to Adam about this yesterday. It sounds like Kevin Coleman wants to be the guy. I had a f- uh, that uh, before you even said that. I was just gonna say I think he has more of a chance to be the guy. Yeah. Um, at somewhere else that you know, got to do what's best for you. Yep. Uh, we wish him the best. He'll be fun to watch. He's a good player. Yeah. Uh, from DMJ Music Group, Shiloh is in town. You think he's going to stay and play with his pops? Yes. 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 Um, yeah. I, it was in the, the video, the snowmobiling video. Yeah. They were talking about, like, once, or once Shiloh gets here, we got to do this, <laughs> yeah. we got to do that. Like, he's coming. He's coming for sure. Jamel again, our guy, what is up? He asked, this is a great question for you. Oh, this is great. Why are Colorado State fans so insecure on Twitter all of a sudden? I'm new to the rivalry. Tell them. Uh, uh, it's not all of a sudden. Colorado State <laughs> fans are always insecure because they are inferior in every way. Um, Maybe not according to Big Game Boomer on Twitter see, today. Okay, great great time to bring that up. So Big Game Boomer, who I don't even know what to say about that account, uh, put something out today saying like Colorado, uh, you know. This uh, is the, for basketball. Yes, though. the big brother and little brother in every state or whatever for sports. They put Colorado as a little brother. Don't take that bait because everything they do is a mine for engagement. They are trying to bait you into engaging with the tweet so more people see it, more people retweet it. It's perfect twofold because all of the Colorado State fans love it, so they right. retweet it. Yep. And all of the Colorado fans are pissed, so they you know, quote tweet it or respond yep. in the comments. It's all bait. Don't take the bait. The record is like 90 to 40 all time in that series. We beat them, what was it, 96 to 61 or something earlier this close year? Close to 30, if not 30 plus. Yeah, so don't fall for that garbage. Uh, well said. I might have fallen for that garbage a little bit. <laughs> um, if you can take their engagement bait and turn it into an engagement for yourself, then. That's what I did. There no. you go. <laughs> uh, from Christian, if you didn't see today, Miami Herald's Canes beat writer said she doesn't believe Cormani signs with Miami. Sounds pretty accurate from what we've been able to kind of piece together just going through Twitter. He's coming. He's coming. Love it. Uh, Isaiah Jada. Um, oh, okay. 
Who's the projected starters on the offensive line? That's a good question. Um, I'd say Savion and Van Wells are locks, as you mentioned. Yep. Throw Tank in there at left tackle? Maybe? Unless they get the Washington kid, I think. Okay. Or another one of the big offensive line transfers. Right. Um, Jada. Jada, and then our guy Tyler Brown. And Tyler Brown. Is that five? Is that, or do we name six? Savion, Tyler, Van Wells, Jada, uh, Tank. There you go. There it is. Um, yeah, and I think they could still add to the group, but it, to me it feels like they have a solid base to begin with. Oh, there. yeah. Much better than last year. <coughs> yes. I've, um, what if PD the, swag. Go what ahead. if the Buffs found a way to get Cliff Kingsbury oh, next no. year after he's fired by the Cardinals? Maybe he'll be an offensive analyst somewhere and we can go get him, assuming that Sean Lewis bounces. Let's cross that bridge when we come to it. <laughs> uh, my issue with that, and I, I w- was formerly a, a, a Cliff Kingsbury believer, um, my issue with that is I heard one of the reasons he was very eager to leave college is he didn't love recruiting. Not going to happen here in Colorado <laughs> yeah, exactly. then. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say too much about Cliff Kingsbury, but he's been a rough NFL watch. Yeah, I mean, and while I wanted that to work because I'm just – I love the young offensive yeah. stuff. Uh, we're talking – you know, you probably could have predicted it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's been brutal. Uh, from Chase, uh, who is Trevor Riley? Him coaching ST is news to me. It's news to me too, man. Um, Trevor Riley was a former Utah Ute. I know that. He played in the NFL for quite a while. Uh, just joined JSU, I believe, this last year. But he played quite a bit of football. Drafted in the seventh round out of Utah in 2014 to the Jets. Uh, he made the NFC uh, East Tour, or AFC East Tour. Played for the Jets, Pats, Dolphins, back on the Pats. And then he played on the Salt Lake Stallions in the AAF. You got to know special teams to play special teams for yep. Bill Belichick. Um. Really quick, while we're on this topic again, a lot of people in the comments I felt like took issue with what I was saying about how I was in. I kind of liked the idea of not having a special teams coordinator. I think they took issue because they thought I was disagreeing with Coach Prime. I'm actually agreeing with him because right. I don't think that this is an actual full time special teams coordinator hire. We c- I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, but for what it's worth, I was saying I agreed with what I heard Coach Prime wanted to do, which was a more of a by committee approach. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We will. David asks, is Warren Sapp going to be an advisor? I heard he's finishing up his degree to coach with Prime. Interesting. Um, I wouldn't rule it out. They're obviously boys. Yep. Would love it. You know what else I was thinking when I watched Shannon Sharp damn near lose his patience for one last time <laughs> on Skip Bayless the other day? Oh, no. What I was happened? like, Shannon, come coach. Yeah. <laughs> come coach for us. Well, he seemed pretty uh, know, interested in the in the podcast, though. Exactly. That's what I meant. I'm like, all right, let's add Shannon Sharp to the staff in some capacity. Could um, you imagine? It'd be... I don't even have the words for that. It would be so amazing. Any info on Isaac uh, Tesla? Seems like a stud. I don't have any info, but it seems like someone read Adam's article. <laughs> all right, keep it going. KB, what uniform? What uniforms do you think Colorado will pop out with the first game? So the first game is at TCU, and I would bet heavy cash that they go all white. All whites for sure. Because yeah. for no other reason than that's what Shador did his announcement in. 
Uh, and obviously he loves it. I would guess that Coach Prime loves it. I know the players that were mm -hmm. on the team previously loved that look. First game of the season, on the road, they'll come out in the icy whites. Also, it's going to be hot. It is. So there, there's a, an added benefit of the all-whites. Well, that's the uniform Shador picked in his that's announcement what I said. pictures. Yeah. yeah. I mean, clean, clean look. Yes. What else do we got? Uh, <laughs> yeah, same guy. Um, you Check it go out. To go Twitter. to Buff Stampede. Yeah, go to Twitter. Or go, go to Buff Stampede. Or go to Twitter. Um, we recommend Buff Stampede, though. From Travis, Prime was talking about getting big boys on the DL. Is anyone coming that fits the mold? Perhaps Keyshawn Silver? We talked about Keyshawn Silver yesterday. I think we put him in He Coming. A commenter who claimed to be his cousin. Yes. Said He Coming. So he said, you know, he said Coach Prime called him on Monday or something, and he told the family he's going to Colorado. So, <laughs> I mean, we're putting – I. He's got his – that person's uh, information is better than what I have, so maybe if, if true. Maybe he's coming this weekend or next weekend on a visit, though. All right, well. Uh, he's a former five-star in the 2021 class. Monster. 28th player overall, sixth-ranked defensive lineman. Before he even entered college, listed at 6'6", 275. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking 6'6". 300 now probably yeah probably oh my god what a monster the h family will they reduce the number of student tickets given uh to increase the demand of season ticket holders actually the opposite i would say maybe next year yeah. not this coming season the year after that is when you might see that happen but before they even hired coach prime they did the opposite like you mentioned uh and increased the student capacity because Students have been showing out in droves for the last two seasons, which has been really cool to see for a bad football team um, to the point where the opener this year against TCU before TC anyone even knew TCU was good. Uh, it overflowed. Mm -hmm. it was, there were students just sitting wherever they could, any <laughs> open seat in the building. Um, so they tried to increase that a little bit. And next year, I mean, they already had about 10,000 student seats. I think maybe they increased it to eleven or twelve thousand. Can you imagine the the just how raucous it's going to be oh, in there with twelve thousand students every game? And it's against Nebraska, the first home game next year. It's over, man. Yeah, it's going to be absurd. Um. Oh, there it is from Bacon and Cash again. Can they widen the sidelines at all? If JSU was any indication, it's going to be filled with celebrities. I think that's one of like the fair criticisms you could have of Folsom is it's really, especially on the field, tightly packed. I hate it. Uh, that might be the only thing you'll ever hear me say I hate about Folsom, except for maybe the sound system. Um, <laughs> it's for no reason other than it's dangerous. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, you know, guys obviously go flying into the sidelines every game in football, mm -hmm. and you're basically counting on, you know, <laughs> recruiting staff or trainers or whoever just happens to be standing in that area to save you because i mean it's basically the width of the edge of my mic stand to the edge of your chair yep. is like how much room there is on the sidelines before the wall in some areas um so there in my opinion there's space to do it essentially take out maybe the first two rows on each side right and just push that thing back mm -hmm. another five ten feet just to actually have a sideline. Yeah. It, it looks like arena football sometimes. It really does. It's really tightly packed. Elov asks, was Isaiah Johnson good at ASU? 
2021 four-star recruit, 140th player nationally, ninth quarterback in the class. Okay. Um, it's a question for you, Ryan. Total capacity of Folsom is right at about 50,000. Um, lost a few seats when we went to more premium seating. Um, there used to be bleachers behind the north end zone. They made that into like loge boxes and the touchdown club, as they called it. Um, so we lost a, a few. I wouldn't be surprised to see that capacity actually go up when they redo the west side of the stadium. Mm -hmm. um, but right now it's about 50000 Looks like more changes are coming. Ian asks, what are ticket prices going to be like for the Nebraska game? Uh, out of control. Yeah, so as far as I know, they haven't released single-game tickets for that game. Um, I don't know if they will or how they will do it um, because I know they're they're trying to make sure that those tickets end up in the hands of Buffs fans as much as possible. Um, but on the aftermarket, I truly don't know. Like, I think it could be an insane number, Jake, that blows everyone's mind, like four, four digits. And it's that's why you use game time. Yes. The best it's ticketing app in the in the world. Yes, game time is amazing. <laughs> it just it's not gonna be able to help you for this one. No, it's going. It's I would have it would have surprised me if it's the most expensive ticket in America that, that week. week. I, I think it will include be. the NFL. I think. Oh yeah, for sure. I think it will be. Um, question from Monty: Could you guys speak on the merch sales increase? Power of Prime. Yep. The power of Prime. I mean. Colorado, I believe, said they had their best month ever in merch sales the first month mm -hmm. since uh, Coach Prime goes on the job. Uh, and it was one of the things I said before they hired Coach Prime just about one of the benefits is the what it does for the brand. Mm -hmm. Immediately, the second Coach Prime signed his name on that piece of paper that he was going to be the head coach of Colorado, the brand became 10 times cooler. And then you bring in players like Shador, and you bring in players like Travis Hunter who are putting it on, mm -hmm. and they continue to make it cooler. Even like a Jimmy Horn, like just the brand has just skyrocketed in terms of the um, the, the weight that it carries. And so for them, it's been just a game changer in terms of merch sales, uh, and it's been a game changer for us as well in terms yeah, of merch sure. sales. So you know, um, it's just a it's a really cool effect, and I, it was something I knew was going to happen, and it's cool to see it. Just like what I was talking about earlier with just everyone's wearing Buffs gear. It's the middle of January. And yep. like, with all due respect to the basketball team, that's not the reason why you're seeing just people walking around downtown Denver in their Buffs. Or when I was at the airport, dude. Everyone's wearing their Buffs gear at the airport. <laughs> it's insane, including me. Love that, man. It's time. The Buffs are back. Uh, the H family again. I don't know who this is, but I see that Uncle Luke was there on campus today. Any chance Coach Prime is using him to recru recruit Cormani and other Miami players? Interesting. Yeah. What else we got? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, from Bacon and Cash again, what do you think of Coach Prime's new office? Lit. So sick. So sick. Yeah. Um, the quotes, I love the quotes. They're all so uniquely Coach Prime. I know. Um, you know, because a lot of people have, like, old school... I don't know, like football. Guy. It's what CU had on the walls before Coach Prime got right, there. Right, exactly. Like you know, like I don't know, 
preparation meets, you know, expectation or just like yeah. bullshit. All of his stuff is like a fan only blows when you're hot. Yeah. <laughs> look good, feel good, play good. Or when you look good, you feel good. When you feel good, you, you know, all that stuff. What is it? Real Don't quick. Go Real ahead. quick, Uncle Luke is a rapper, American rapper. He was on a two life crew. Oh, oh shit! Okay. okay, hell yeah. Luke that Skywalker. That sounded familiar that. to me. Yeah. I just didn't want to speak on something I didn't know. That's before my time. A little bit. Yeah. Um, that saying though, don't allow my confidence to affect your insecurities. To offend your. <laughs> or in- to offend your insecurities. <laughs> I'm, I might have to get that tatted. <laughs> it's so good, dude. <laughs> It's perfect. So good. Yeah. Uh, the the the. I love also that he put the workout equipment right in front of the window so he mm-hmm. can work out and enjoy the view yep. at the same time. Um, the the desk with the lights on yeah. it is incredible. <laughs> he got a chandelier. He's got a chandelier in his office. Um, everything just ten out of ten. Uh, uh, an office befitting a king. Yep. Um, what else do we got? Yeah, is that it? We're at 186. Are we really going to go off? We're not going to not hit 200. Come on. We need 14 thumbs up, 13 thumbs up to hit 200 before we get out of here. And so you guys hit that while we answer this. Uh, What do you think the uniform changes will be? I don't know, man. Darian Hagen posted that chrome helmet. Yeah, I think that's a possibility. Has to be part of it. Um, I saw someone in the comments yesterday saying that our uniforms are trash. That really hurt my feelings. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love our uniforms so much. Um, I am also open to change, of course, um, because I know that we are not recruiting me anymore. I've uh-huh. already been <laughs> right. recruited. Um, so I'll take their word for whatever they think, you know, 17, 18-year-old kids want to wear. But anything's going to look good in black and gold. Yeah. And whatever changes they make are going to be sick. But I know they said Jackson State, like, you know, they, they prided themselves on they how many the different combos twice. they had. Yep. They didn't wear the same thing twice. So I think you will see, like, different helmets, chrome helmets coming in. Um, CU had silver uh, right. jersey and pants. Carl Durrell, like, wanted to get rid of it. I assume they still have that. Yeah. Uh, so maybe they'll bring that back. Uh, there's a bunch of opportunities. I wouldn't mind seeing a gold uniform with black numbers on it. Yep. So... A lot of options, best colors in the world, and they'll make some cool shit. How about our freaking people, man? Two thirty-three. You guys it. are incredible. You guys are the best. We got about like fifteen likes in less than two seconds. <laughs> like so insanely, like it went from one eighty-eight to two to two ten in my screen. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit! How did that happen?" <laughs> amazing, uh, amazing. Um, I also do think, as uh, Nicholas wrote in there, blackout. You're, they already have that. Yep. You'll definitely see that. I also think that they could improve it a little bit. The hel- the black helmet isn't amazing right now. I think they could they could make it better. It's nice when they had the Cliff Branch logo, the old CU on I, there. I did love that with the bla- uh, black, gold, and white stripe down the yes. middle. That was sick. Um, and they also, during the, I guess I'll say this name, I shouldn't, the Mel Tucker era, mm-hmm. um, had a old school metallic gold Ralphie on that helmet and that actually looked great it didn't look great on tv though but it looked great in person um there was a comment i, I wanted to talk about but the comments are rolling right now yeah they're popping off we, now we um, could maybe say we want to hit 300 yeah we could oh <laughs> uh, we do have uh, to do uh, clear the studio for the next can show. i tell one last story yes Last night at the basketball game i saw one of the greatest athletic feats of all time oh i know where you're going with this 
this uh, this wonderful old man named Richard comes down to do the, uh, you know, they do the putt across the floor for hundred yes. bucks, whatever. So at CU they have the middle one a thousand, and on either side a hundred. Okay. He walks up, first shot, nails the right side hole for a hundred bucks. Amazing. Just drains it. Next shot, right down the pipe, baby. Hits the thousand. Walks home with eleven hundred bucks. Shout out to you, Richard. The only complaint I have is I just feel like it should be worth more. <laughs> no, they told him after he hit the one hundred, they're like, "All right, if you hit the thousand, the most we can give away is eleven hundred." What? They told him that. No. Yeah. <laughs> they told him that. I was gonna say like, if you, hit, you you should at least be able to say like, if you hit three thousands in a row, it's actually a million. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> like, Are you serious? Uh, what a what a putting display from Richard. Uh, and I love the quote from Tad Boyle after the game <laughs> yeah. where he said, I heard the fans going crazy. I wasn't sure if Coach Prime walked in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he got a fist bump from Tad, too, he after did. that. He did, and a couple of the players as yeah. well. Uh, TDS came and daffed him up. Great so uh, the company that puts that on tweeted it out and tagged us, Yeah. and I said, let me get out there, and they said, you're welcome. You're welcome to come up, so Let's maybe go. I'm next. <laughs> you're next. Oh, I can't wait for that. Uh, I think that's it, though. All right. That was awesome. Appreciate you guys. Yep. Great vibes in the comment section on a Friday. Yep. Fantastic. You guys have been amazing ever since this has gone down. And this week has just been incredible for us. Uh, as I mentioned, this podcast feed is on fire right now. Yep. I think a lot of people internally and externally thought that there might be a wave. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even sure that. And then it might, you know, the the interest in the show might die down a little bit once, right. you know, the initial excitement yep. wears off well we're now what a month after the the hire maybe even yep. a little more uh and you guys are still repping and supporting us every single day so we love you for that yeah um as i mentioned check out the dmvr.com i updated the prime tracker travis hunter film rooms up there um you got bets after this yep we have a rocky show after with a tarot card reader coming oh wow in. tarot cards wow yeah it's it's the dmvr studios is uh it's going crazy it's today. going wild um, check out and the Nuggets game. Let's go. Check out the draft pod in your podcast feed, by the way. Love that show. Um, I love that comment. It's not a wave, it's a tsunami. Yes, it is. Let's go. It's only getting bigger as we get closer to the football season. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, watch the Coach Prime documentary. We'll be back Monday to talk all about it. Let's go, Buffs. Let's go, Buffs.